Ranch Hand Records presents the Fall Alt Fest at Luna Azul Farms on Saturday, October 21st. The doors open at 4 o'clock. Music starts at 4.30. This is an all-ages event. Families are encouraged. There are no tickets needed, but you can pay what you can by donation at the door. Please remember to bring your own picnic, your beverages, your chairs, your easy-ups. It is a backyard party with four great original music artists. Starting out with the solo eclectic multi-instrumentalist from Rockbridge County, Katrina Starfish. From Seaville, Virginia, tenderness and absurdity and distortion in three-minute ditties with Girl Choir. Out of Palmyra, Ranch Hand Records' own To Be Fair brings their passion, pain, and promise from a whisper to a scream. And wrapping up the evening out of Stanton, Virginia, spacey, swirly, curvy, shoegaze, reverb rock of Bremen. Remember, the doors open at 4 o'clock. Music starts promptly at 4.30. Luna Azul Farms, Troy, Virginia. You can find out all about it at ranchhandrecords.com. Uh, so before we get to rolling the music and the uh, and the show for tonight, uh, I have a confession to make. Uh oh, I I did something today. Is this as is this as bad a confession as you had to make a couple of about a month ago when you said you auditioned for another play? Uh, in my <laughs> world, it's worse than that. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> Uh, I, I did something to somebody today, and and I didn't fix it. And uh, I want you to tell me how bad this is. Uh, so okay, uh, I'm at work. Was it to nope, me? Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> oh, then nope. it's all right. Uh, it, it, it was to the janitor, to one of the cleaning guys at my work. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a super nice guy. He stops into my office to grab my trash can every afternoon. We always chit chat. He's just as friendly and as nice as can be. I, I I don't know his name yet. That's one thing. Uh, I know. How long have How long have have you shared about a month? Space? He comes in every day for a month. Uh, I mean, we've had cleaning people for years before. So this. Oh, that's not new. bad. That's so not bad. So I'm going to learn his name very soon, especially now because I feel so bad for what I did to him today. Uh. So again, nice guy, like the guy. Uh, I went to go to the bathroom, and mm-hmm. where I work, there is a serious shortage of bathrooms, and I mean the kind of bathrooms where only one person can go in at a time, lock the door, that kind of bathroom. We have one big bathroom, but a, a few small ones, and everybody prefers the small ones, right? Especially, especially when you need to be in there for longer than a minute or two. Uh, so yep. uh, I go to that bathroom, and I'm used to it being locked. Because somebody's already in there, and I gotta go find another one. Mm-hmm. Um, but the door was clearly not latched. Uh, the light was on; I could see light coming in around the door, uh, but it was mm-hmm. not latched. Not even uh, it was just sitting there against the door frame. Uh, so I just pushed mm-hmm. the door open, and there's the guy. He's standing there by the sink. He's finishing up, like washing his hands or something. Kind of, kind of looking in mm-hmm. the mirror, uh, and uh, it, we just said, "Hey, sorry, man." And he's like, "No, it's good. I'm done." Uh, and I said, great. Uh, and on his way out, I noticed that his fly was down and it was like super obvious because mm-hmm. he had like a white shirt tucked in and you could see the white shirt mm-hmm. through his fly. And I feel mm-hmm. like me sort of barging in on him, even though it was an innocent mistake, I didn't know he was in there. Right. Uh, I think the, confu- right. like the abrupt end to his bathroom visit probably caused him to sh- go, oh, shoot, I haven't zipped up my fly. And then mm-hmm. I just said, hey, and let him walk away. And I didn't tell him his fly was down. And I've felt bad about that ever since. That is, uh, that's, that's about a three or four on the, uh, out of yeah. 10 on the, on the so awful meter you, to me. What, do you have like a uh, rule? Do you I, tell I, people I, when you see that their fly is down? I'm, I don't see that. Very You're often. not looking at people's crotch uh, <laughs> all the time. <laughs> no, it's just, it's this crazy thing that I. Well, you know, it's like um, no, I, I just I don't really notice it that much. I guess when I when I you know the times that I have noticed it, 
it depends on the circumstances, you know, and uh, and if it is, it's I mean, it's literally a quick X, you know, like wave the hand X Y Z and that, move on. I you had know, the thought like, I should go X Y Z as I'm going in to do my business, and he's walking away. I should have just said, "Hey, man, X Y Z," and then gone in and done it. But I didn't. Some for some reason I didn't do that, and it was. It wasn't like I was staring at his we, crotch. I mean, his pants were dark blue. His shirt was white. His zipper was wide open. It was, you don't have to be looking there to notice it. It was standing out like, standing right, out yeah, like yeah. a sore thumb. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you, and you had, I, I will have to give you this. You had the perfect opportunity to say something because you could have gone, hey, the door was open. So I just came in. <laughs> You the might, door was wide you know, just open. Like, <laughs> it open. Emphasis on and, open. Uh, so I, <laughs> Did you feel a breeze so that when the door that, was open? <laughs> open. Yeah, that was that. You know, so you really did blow it there for not only uh, helping and helping out uh, a, a brother human, but also a great bit. Yeah, I think I'm trying to work this up as yeah, a bit so right now. I don't I, know if it I, ended up being anything. Yeah. But. I, <laughs> I truly felt bad for not saying. But anything. you definitely need to get back up on uh, up on your comedy because you, you know you're getting real slow for with sure. the bits for sure. So yeah. No, this was just a confession. This was just something I felt bad about. Like, and I don't think I can ever bring it up again with him. Like that. No. That would no, be no. 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 Horrible. No. Wrong. Like awkward. Once, once you uh, no, you once the once that moment has gone because, like I said, it's it's it ranks in the. Three, you know, I mean, it's well below, well below the the halfway mark in good. In you're you're making me stuff. feel a little bit better about this. Yeah, I thought you'd done something <laughs> like, you know, like gone on, you know, like booked a, you know, booked as a on a tour or something, you know, it was like, you know, something really heinous. No, um, that. But no, no, that was that wasn't that. Time. All right, I mean, good. That's... Now that that's passed, let's roll the song and play the show. <laughs> that's not how it works, is it? Oh, did I did I mention uh, did I mention that I have a conspiracy? Is theory? that part of the show, or did you want to do that before the show? Yeah, starts? no, that's definitely part of the show. I All just right, let's start the damn show. <laughs> All right, let's start the show. Welcome to uh, Small Things Considered. This is Gary. Hey, and it's JR. And uh, we come to you uh, not so live from our uh, independent uh, locales in uh, Fork Union and Free Union, uh, Virginia. Either way, F you. F you, yep. We are direct <laughs> from F you. And uh, as usual, this is being brought to you by Ranch and Records. So I didn't go back and check to see. Did you go back and check to see? Did anybody listen to our last episode? I don't look anymore. It, it, no so one. We don't. We have uh, no one piped up. We kept. We're begging, begging people to to say something, anything. I, we got a couple of. I got you know. I posted it on Facebook. I got. I got a couple of people to you know to like wave or something. You know they they at least hit the you know hit the like button. I'm starting to think that Facebook isn't the best place to promote the stuff you want people to check out. Um, but there, there's nothing else. I mean, there's no you, alternative. There's no other platform where everybody I know is there. Yeah, I mean, you know, but Facebook has, you know, uh, you have you've been seeing all those stupid um, things where we, you know, we've got you Facebook. You're not going to get our stuff because if you copy and paste this and say no 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 48 times then and then tell all your friends to do the same thing then they won't take your take your pictures and that's about as stuff. effective as thoughts and prayers uh every bit as effective <laughs> um but I, I i just pulled up the little thing real quick and and uh 37 people saw it in the group of and what we have almost 200 people in the group and only 37 saw it. Uh, we had uh, your Uncle John did answer 
in the group, but he also answered on the because uh, I was on I was on Spotify this week for something I I can't remember what I was looking up, um, and and I think he answered it on there too. So it was uh, so one of them is one of them got forty nine views. Uh, and and a thing from from Uncle John, and the other one got thirty seven views, and once again a, a comment from Uncle John. <laughs> so I'm assuming that John Davis is your is your Uncle John, right? Cousin, cousin, cousin John, technically, whatever. yeah. Cousin so our Uncle. Last episode, our last episode about Richmond, north of Richmond, north of Richmond, and songwriting in general, uh, got twenty one listens. Uh, oh, that's actually pretty good for that's for more such, than the previous two episodes combined, combined. yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> oh that's sad that's no that's that's not bad because it's only been a week you know it's only been we're a moving week. up we're, yeah we're and i and i haven't listened to it on you know other than doing the uh the three listens that i did uh, to get it to you so um but i haven't listened to, to it to get counted because they you know they even count it when i listen to it so so one of the things I wanted to talk about tonight was a thing that I thought we were going to get to in the last episode, and we didn't, and it all centers a little bit around uh, Miley Cyrus. Uh, and so we've got that, uh, and which I've shared with you, but you have a conspiracy theory that I know nothing about. So we should we start there? No, let's start where you were, because you want, this, you want to start, start. this is, this is going to go, we're going to, we're going to, because that's why I was just a smidge late getting on the okay. thing, because I... I Unbeknownst to me, or especially to you, because you're just now benoing it anyway. Um, there was the, I, I, I slipped. I, I slipped into a little bit of a rabbit hole uh, whilst uh, just refreshing my refreshing my thing with uh, with the milester, and uh, okay, and somewhere in the between there, I, I watched some Foo Fighters too. So you know, but. That doesn't you know, that's me. never a bad thing. No, uh, that's always that, not, that'll not, always not the Foo Fighters with uh, Billy Idol. I mean, you know. Oh gosh. Doesn't get Come much on. better than that. Hell yeah. What did they, what did, what did they do in like an old Billy Idol song like White Wedding? Oh no. Oh, this was like a uh, Gen X song. I mean, really? yeah, it was uh it was whale. I mean, it was I didn't even I hardly recognized it. You know, it's it, it was that old. But he had just played that night. To, they were at some festival or whatever, and he had already played. Uh, and so I'm, just, you know, it would have been redundant because he's he's of the mind of, you know, give give the give the crowd what they came to see. You know, he's going to play all the hits. So it wasn't going to. They weren't going to play one of his hits. That's for sure. Foo Fighters and Billy Idol sing the Sex Pistols Pretty Vacant. No, that's that wasn't it. That's according to Rolling Stone. There's another one here. Give Me Some Truth. That's it. Give Me Some Truth. That was the one I watched. Yep, that's one of the first results when you search for Billy Idol Foo Fighters. Yeah. Uh, I'm just glad to know that Billy Idol's still like uh, performing and stuff. I oh, have yeah. no idea whatever came of that, dude. I haven't heard of him in a long time. He was great in uh, uh, The Wedding Singer. That was Gosh, that know, was one of his. I saw that was, saw that movie once many years ago. I didn't love it like everybody else did, but uh, I don't even remember him being in it. Oh, he was he was on the at the very end on the plane, uh, and he was the one. You know, he kind of he kind of was the spearhead for uh, Adam Sandler uh, getting to play his song for Drew Barrymore and and uh, you know living happily ever after and blah blah blah. Gotcha. Uh, okay, so let's dive into some Miley Cyrus. All right, so uh, so I guess we should preface this by Miley Cyrus does hold a hold a special place in our hearts uh, because uh, we actually do a cover of one of her songs, uh, which we have now conquered. We've uh, we how many times do we play it that at the end we're like we survived? Yeah. <laughs> Really? Yeah, which was for no audience, just a rehearsal. We're like, yeah. we made it through the song. Yeah, and well, no, even we performed it a couple of times. And we're like, okay, we survived it that time. You know, it just really wasn't there yet. wasn't there yet. Have and we then performed the... it for more than two different audiences. I don't think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've. Uh, I guess like we three did it four... at the Wayne, and then in Stanton, yeah, and then at, in Gordonsville. Okay. Yeah, 
Oh, was it? So was three, the Wayne the times. first time? No, I thought we yeah, did I it. So. I thought we did it once before that. No, we did it. We did it at Holly's too. We did it at Holly's. Okay. Yeah, we barely. That's, that's one where we barely we survived. We barely survived, and we then no, we four times. Wow. Then we survived. Time flies when you're having fun. Yes, man. it does. Uh, so we barely, barely survived it at, at Holly's. At the Wayne, uh, it was a Wayne, solid, solid survival. Especially and, given the sound issues there, we didn't have the greatest of sound no, uh, uh, for monitors and such, so we were suffering through some stuff there. But then, uh, then in uh, Stanton, we had uh, man, it just sounded so good in Stanton. And then at the end of it, and the the guy recorded, we yet to have yet to get any copy of it though. Uh, but uh, it was it was filmed uh, or or digitally recorded. And then you're, and not, you're not you're not giving that enough credit, man. That guy heard us playing the song, had that look that people have when we start the song. They're yeah, like, Wait, is that is that are they playing that song? Is that the song I'm thinking of? And then you come in with the I came in like a wrecking right? And then they're like, oh, that's definitely that song. And he's like, I gotta film this. His camera out, and he's like, I gotta film these. Three bald white old guys uh, playing <laughs> playing Miley some Miley Cyrus. Cyrus. Yeah, but then it really hit in uh, in uh, Gordonsville. That was yeah, uh, well, that was for our biggest audience that we played for in a long time. Yeah, and they were into most of the show. Like, yeah, they were, it was yeah. fun the they whole were. night. And then we did threw wrecking ball at them, and and we went up a next level. So, yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty phenomenal. So uh, so even though even though the at the uh, at the big festival. Uh, in uh, in October, even though that's a pretty you know it's an original music festival, we're still going to do Wrecking Ball because we're damn proud of it. And uh, it's an original idea. For it us is. To do that it song. really is. <laughs> and we do this song. We do it very straight too. We don't. Uh, yeah. I mean, we. we it's I think not we a parody. Pick, I think we pick it up a little bit. I think because uh, one of the one of the things that I did uh, whilst doing my research. Was I checked out a uh, her doing it on Stern on Howard Stern, and you know it had acoustic guitars and fiddle and and uh, the, you know the drums were on brushes and you know it was a very you know it, it was that was amazing. So it gave me an idea on how to do it uh, on my acoustic my solo acoustic stuff. So oh nice. So that'll be pretty cool. But anyway, so that's our disclaimer that we are. We are big fans of the Miley. and uh, So my history with Miley, my daughter loved her as Hannah Montana, and then she came out as Miley Cyrus, and that was a whole big deal. And uh, my daughter liked it. My ex-wife, of course, hated all of it, uh, especially when Miley became an adult, right around becoming an adult, having some photos taken that were a little more risque than the general public thought this young girl should be doing because she's our Disney princess. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and then all of a sudden she's uh, not a Disney princess anymore. And uh, so people were freaked out by that. Uh, but my daughter has always loved her. Uh, I've always found her extremely entertaining. Uh, her voice is incredible. Uh, her musician, she's like legit, right? She's not just, she, she was a Disney star for a reason, not just because of who her dad was. Right. Uh, yeah. It, it was know. almost, she was in spite of her dad. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, her yeah. dad's been on her coattails ever since Hannah Montana. He got the he got the gig playing her dad on Hannah Montana because it, she's the only yeah. reason he is still relevant. Exactly. Today. Well, and Little Nas. <laughs> uh, well, yes, there's that. Well, that he wouldn't have got that. No, he Miley's would not have gotten success. that without Miley. A hundred percent. Correct. Yeah. Um, I would never describe myself uh, as like a huge Miley fan. Like uh, I've I've recently encountered some huge Miley fans, uh, my daughter being one of them, and a bunch of others. Uh, and I'm not that. I just like the songs I've heard, uh, especially when she uh, isn't just doing the overproduced stuff on her albums. Like her live performances. Oh yeah, they're tight. Not so incredible, yeah. uh, and uh, I just love it. Um, also, the fact that she's uh, very attractive and willing to flaunt that, I think that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I think it's just great. So no problem there. Uh, but I had not heard 
of two of her very recent songs released this year, 2023. Hadn't heard of them, hadn't heard them. Not on my radar at all. So I want to thank Ben, ben Shapiro, Shapiro. <laughs> for bringing them to my awareness. Because uh, uh, because of this little post he put on Facebook right. that got shared by people, uh, I, I read it and I thought, well, he's a little off the mark here. He has to be. So let me go check these out. And I went and watched the videos. I've listened to the songs. They're great. Uh, they're awesome, and uh, I would never have known about them if it wasn't for this nutbag Ben Shapiro. Well, didn't that come out in the it, within the whole framework of the of the Jason Aldean song and and the Oliver, An- I mean, Anthony Oliver song? None of that stuff and, is mentioned and, in here, and it, he's not critical of it in any way of in the same vein as those two songs. I mean, those two songs have some other stuff going on that people are critical of. Uh, but he's clearly a right wing guy, uh, way into, you know, this country should be run on Christian values and things like that. Anti-abortion, anti, uh, uh, LGBTQ stuff, thinks homosexuality is a sin. He's that kind of guy. He doesn't like to be considered an alt right guy. Like he's not willing to go that far. He doesn't want to be associated with those guys. So he's not totally insane. Uh, He's pretty pretty damn close. And he's put one of the first uh, people named Shapiro that I've ever known that have been anti-Semitic. So, because um, he is, yeah. I mean, he is very obviously uh, Jewish in ancestry, and yet he hates himself. He hates his people. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, ergo, he must really fucking hate himself really bad. Uh, yeah. And maybe that's why he spews such horrible shit all the time. But uh, you know, that is that. That's always been. That's always kind of been curious to me is like he hangs with i don't know that he's ever i can't say that i've ever seen because i don't follow him at all uh, but i've never seen specifically him being anti-semitic himself but he hangs with some of the most anti-semitic people that uh, that are in the country yeah uh, and, having and, to do bright bart yeah and truth truth this and that i mean truth whatever yeah he's 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 all over it with the with uh, with alt-right people yeah with all with alt-right the anti-semitic uh, people and you know i don't know of any gentiles named shapiro but that, i'm just saying you know so uh I, I don't follow him either. Uh, it's not like I'm friends with Ben Shapiro. Somebody else that I know posted this. But isn't he also, uh, also uh, the self one of the self-proclaimed alpha males? Is that him? Maybe. I don't know. I, don't know. I didn't read that one when I was doing I some research. Don't know. Uh, so the per- I uh, are you fr- you're probably like me, I think. Uh, are you do you maintain Facebook friendship status with people that are wildly different than your political beliefs, so different that you might think of them as, I don't really like that person or want to be actual friends with them, but I kind of want to keep tabs on what they're doing, that kind of thing. Do you do that like I do? Yeah, I do. And and uh, I don't know if we spoke about it uh, last week or not, but I put uh, put a post on about the Oliver Anthony song that was an open letter to him. That was very, very, very well written. I mean, it was, uh, it was an essay, you know. And the guy was very heartfelt and everything. And you know, across the board, people loved it, loved it, loved it. Except for this one guy that I've known since elementary school that we're still, you know, we're still friends with scare quotes on uh, on Facebook, and. He, he went into a whole thing for the entire day. Just, I mean, just kicking me up one side and down the other. And at first I'm like, well, I'll just ignore it and he'll go away. Well, no, that didn't happen. Luckily, a lot of my actual friends on Facebook came to my, uh, came to my rescue somewhat, but I finally, you know, I finally did answer him. Uh, you know, I, I took time away from from actual stuff that should have been I should have been doing, and answered him. And uh, you know, as without without name calling, without everything, and of course, and then I started getting private messages from from other friends who just didn't want to be public about it and going, why 
why do you allow that guy to be on your feed? And I'm like, well, I don't think I'll ever get through to him, but I don't want to, I don't want to just, you know, I do know this person in IRL, you know, if, if I didn't know him in real life, he'd been gone. I mean, just like, I don't, you know, but you know, we have, yeah. we have more than, than just digital things. And, just, and you know, be, you know, I said, to be quite honest, I've known him since elementary school. He was an asshole in elementary school. He was an asshole in middle school. Uh, then we, then he got annexed and didn't, or he went to another school and hadn't seen him since. And then we came back on Facebook and guess what? He's an asshole as an adult. Uh, no surprise. I'm not surprised. You know, I'm just, you know, you know what? So the, a person like that, like a, uh, an asshole in real life. If everybody that knew him said, "Well, you know, I'm not going to be friends with that guy because he's an asshole," that's not going to make him not be an asshole. Mm-mm. He's going to become a bigger asshole because he has no friends now, right? Yeah. And so, by that same logic, if you unfriend all your asshole friends on Facebook, they're probably just going to be empowered to be more of an asshole. And if there's any chance, and this is a remote, slim to nothing chance of helping them see the other side, consider other angles other than the one they think is right, uh, then the way to do it is to stay friends with them and share your thoughts with them just like they right. share their thoughts yeah, with them. Yeah, and, I, you know, that was the thing because, I mean, we, we have very little interaction uh, and probably since probably since the 2016 during, you know, during the Trump election because, yeah. uh, uh, you know, he's a super huge Trumper. And, uh, and, you know, we've had very little, if no, interaction since then. And I didn't know that he was reading my stuff. I don't, you know, I don't keep up with that. I don't look and I don't look to see who all's, you know, tagged it or, or anything. Uh, and I put that out because I was touched by, you know, I put that, you know, I don't post everything. Uh, when I post something, I, it's, it's something important to me. I don't care if it's important to other people um, necessarily, but I want to put it out there in case somebody else wants to read it and get touched also. Um, but it was not, you know, I tried not to put anything out controversial or anything like that. Well, overly controversial, um, just because I don't want the I don't want the bullshit. Uh, you know, enough. There's enough bullshit. And I don't. I'm not gonna. I don't want to feed into that. So I'm very careful about what I post um, and what I comment on and how I comment on it because I don't want to get in. I don't want to get into it. You know, I don't have the time for that. I, I have a very jam-packed schedule uh, and, you know, taking taking away an hour of my time to deal with, you know, some idiot that's that's got obviously has all the time in the world on their hands um that's not that's not good for me you know so um but i can't you can't sit there and just let them let them run you into the ground and i'm not going to block them you know so yeah uh so i just I, i try very you know very distinctly to not offend anybody to not put out anything that's going to be that that's going to be you know that controversial. I mean, I'm going to say stuff that's controversial. That's that's you yeah, can't we're just doing it on a podcast now, right? Instead of- well, yeah, on this, I yeah, I'm going to be as controversial as I damn well want to be here because this is our program, you know. And the 21 people that are going to listen to it, you know, they're going to listen to it. They want to listen to it. They might want to listen to it to get really pissed off. I don't know. They might want to listen to it because they agree with us. I don't know. I sure would like to know. It would be really awesome if they would let us know. But uh, regardless. uh, What do you think? Is it worth our time to uh, pick apart Ben Shapiro's post? Yes, I think it is. Let's go there. Let's Let's, go there first. And... so this is from if you about could, two weeks ago. If you now. could send it to me, that would be awesome. So I can see it too. Because I remember you sent it to me last time, 
Did you send it to me on? Uh... Oh, yes, you did. I got it. Never mind. Ah, cool. So it starts off with this. Uh, Miley Cyrus has released a new song called Used to Be Young. Honestly, it's kind of amazing, and I don't mean that musically. I mean in terms of the message. The entire song is her complaining about all the things she has spent her whole life promoting and doing that were ultimately bad for her and have left her single and alone at the age of 30. Yeah. So is he basing his thought, like he thinks she's alone based on her performance of one song in one video? Is that what he, is that, is that his... He's, is that how you know if someone's n- alone or not? No, he's basing his he's basing his thought on the fact that he is a, a ridiculously huge uh, twat waddle and uh, and misogynist. That if you're not married and you know have four kids and barefoot and pregnant and this, you know washing the dishes, then yeah. you're a failure as a woman. Uh, that's where his that's where his thinking is coming from 100 <laughs> I mean, percent. oh and i think you just gave me the title for this episode too. twat waddle <laughs> twat waddle might have to use a little ampersand as the a just to, oh yeah oh no yeah. not oh i was thinking an umlaut <laughs> maybe yeah whatever the little a with the thingy around it yeah no i i know that the ampersand but i was thinking oh you mean the at symbol the at symbol, yeah. yeah. The, but I was thinking on, on twat waddle, on the waddle A, put an umlaut over the two dots. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. There you go. Uh, he goes on to say, ironically enough, Used to Be Young is written by the same songwriting duo that wrote Flowers, a song about how she was so happy and empowered after a breakup that she could buy herself flowers. The dumbest thing in that paragraph uh, is that he seems to think the songwriting duo had something to do with the vocals or the lyrics. And they just didn't. Uh, these songs were written by Miley Cyrus and two other guys, uh, but she is credited alone as the, the writer of the vocals. Right. Yeah. Uh, so this is all from her, and uh, not for, I mean, the other guys helped with the melody and the orchestration and all of that stuff. But and she had a big team, of course. But she's responsible for the sentiments in this song, not a songwriting duo. Right. Now, unlike unlike Jason Aldean, who had absolutely <laughs> not a yeah. fucking thing to do with his song. Uh, he goes on to say, when I first watched the video for Flowers, all I saw was a sad person, completely alone, running around an empty city in what looked like an emotional post-apocalyptic hellscape. Uh, this is the video that came out earlier in the year, like yeah. January of oh, 2023. I, I, thought, I thought that was aesthetically, very aesthetically pleasing. Uh, that video was amazingly shot, beautifully yes. shot. Uh, and she's not just all over the city, she's all over her, presumably, her, her mansion, house. right? Yeah. It's, it's, when, yeah. yeah, swimming in her pool, dancing mm-hmm. around her house, celebrating her independence and no longer you know, uh, being, you know, needing this other person that she used to be married to. I think it was Liam Hemsworth. Right. Yeah. But do you know, do you know the basis for the, for the song flowers? No. Should we go off on that con and then that tangent for just a second? I, Cause uh, this is, this is a great little tidbit since okay, he, since yeah. he's talking about flowers, uh, that, yeah. that song was written, uh, because, uh, Liam gave her, or you know, presented to her um, Bruno Mars's "I Could Have Bought You Flowers." Okay, yeah, and which is a beautiful song, Bruno Mars, and that was kind of his song for Miley. She wrote this as a response to that song. She actually uses pieces of the melody of that song with uh, Bruno Mars's. Uh, okay when uh, i was your man is the name of the song yeah when i was your man but she he uses uh she uses parts of his parts of the melody from when i was when i was your man in flowers and to bring the whole thing together and it was basically like you know uh, basically fuck you liam you know uh because i don't there was definitely a lot of fuck you liam in the video <laughs> yes. for sure he was she was parodying his workout regime that he's put on instagram or whatever and you know yeah I, yeah but that was so, my that was my little tidbit on that because that and that to me from a musical standpoint is is really because you know there's there are you know there were songs that 
that are answers to other songs, and sometimes the answer song is better than the original song, and, and then you'll get an answer to the answer song by somebody third party. Right. And you know that's been a long, long tradition uh, since the blues and everything, and the, the jazz and the blues in the in the twenties and thirties, uh, and it's still it's still going on today, which is just really phenomenal. So he, he calls it a post-apocalyptic hellscape yeah. uh, in this critique of her video and song uh, when it's really just a woman being alone and okay with that. Yeah. He goes on to say, now she's saying it out loud in Used to Be Young. The entire video is her crying into the camera, detailing her past mistakes and not having much to show for it. Uh, and that video is amazing in a totally different way because it is one long take of her singing into the camera and crying, right. singing that song. Uh, about about and, how she's grown up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, another interesting little tidbit. This song was written two years ago before Flowers. Uh, and it was written at a time when she was uh, alone uh, in, in L.A., uh, and hold on, I got I got a little quote from her about it. So let's see what Miley actually has to say about uh, used to be young, used to be young. Uh, hold on, where is it? Damn it, lost it. There it is. These lyrics were written almost two years ago at the beginning of my endless summer vacation, which this entire album that that song was on is kind of written about. It was at a time I felt misunderstood. I have painted a sonic picture of my perspective to share with you. The time has arrived to release a song that I could ref uh, perfect forever. Although my work is done, the song will continue to write itself every day. The fact it remains unfinished is a part of its beauty that is my life at this moment. Unfinished yet complete. Yeah. I think that's, that's poignant. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So he's way off base in understanding what she meant by this song. Doesn't seem to understand it at all. Uh, he goes on to say, I don't understand how a person can sing flowers and used to be young in the same year. Maybe they are related to one another. It turns out that the way to avoid regrets of the past is to live a fulfilling and purpose-driven present. I can't actually disagree with him there. Living a fulfilling and purpose-driven present is kind of my motto in life. Uh, you know, focusing on the now and seizing the day and all that stuff. But that doesn't mean that that's the only way to be happy or to not have regrets. That is not even what he's saying. I mean, um, he's basically, you know, it's just when you spread the message, you don't need a husband and you don't need kids. You don't need meaning. You don't need purpose. It, that's just, he, he, what do you, you know, he says one thing out of one side of his face and mm -hmm. then immediately on the other side of his face, he gives what he really means, which is you're a woman, you're, you're a girl, you need to be married and pregnant and uh, you have no meaning. Pretty much straight up is, is, it's like you're neither you have you you're neither you're not a mom you're not a wife then what good are you and that's yeah. that's to me that's what the crux of his of his uh entire the entirety of of his little diatribe is it's interesting to think uh to know that he thinks she doesn't live a purpose driven present uh because she wears her purpose on her sleeve i mean she's not bashful about the things she's passionate about a quick search for the word charity on miley cyrus's <laughs> wikipedia page will give you 13 results uh because of the many many charities she has worked with and for and has founded uh and you know how many search you know how many results you get when you search for the word charity on ben shapiro's wikipedia page uh that would be none that's exactly right. Yeah. Zero. Because no, all the money he sends no to the Proud Boys is under the table. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea if he's actually donating or doing anything with charity. He might be the type to not ever want to talk about that and just do no, it anonymously. He's way, more he, the, he's way more the type to, to take credit for shit he's not doing. I mean, that's... I mean, I j I'm, all I'm saying is I can't say for certain he's not. Uh, there's just no evidence he is. That's all. Correct. Cool. Uh, some in the media insist that used to be young is not uh, is about not regretting one's past. Again, she's crying throughout the entirety of the song and the video. 
that indicates regret. So when she sings open bars lead to open to broken hearts, she's absolutely right. So that's the only thing crying in a video can mean. <laughs> absolutely. That's it. Yep, that's it. 100%. Okay. Okay. Yep. All right. Uh, uh, <laughs> but here you are. Here's his charity. It's coming right up. Yeah, you, you I, get the I love it. One. This is my favorite part. In truth, I'd be more charitable here. Oh, wait, you're not charitable and you know it. Got it. Uh, here, if I thought Miley Cyrus was finally embracing a meaningful, purpose-driven life, instead of prattling on about partying in the USA and buying herself flowers, maybe she could strive to be a better person. And so his idea of building, like you just said, it, it, being a better person is build a family, uphold timeless values. You notice he didn't spout about Christian values there, even though that's what he means. Right. Uh, and do something for the world, which she definitely does things for the world. They're just not the things you think should be done for the world. And that definitely, great definitely message. not what you do for the world. No. You know, it's like... no. Uh, is who's bringing people together more, Ben Shapiro or Miley Cyrus? Mm, let me think. Hmm. <laughs> Jeez, who is causing more division and hate? And uh, you know, uh, yeah, I don't even know. There's yeah, we two, don't even. What, more, these are yeah. two two rhetorical ben. even for us. Yeah, it's Ben. It's little. It's little Ben. Benny boy. Little, uh, little Benny. He finishes this up with, unfortunately, pop music is insanely narcissistic. Well, I can't argue. Uh, well, he should know that. He should know narcissism. <laughs> yeah, he takes one to know one, Ben. Yep. Still, Miley Cyrus is young. She's only 30. There's plenty of time for her to grow up and put together a successful life driven by meaning and purpose instead of flying around naked on a wrecking ball. And I got to say, there is nothing wrong with leading a life full flying of flying around, around naked, naked on a wrecking on a ball. Wrecking, except for when Brian. Brian does it. It's just not not good. Yeah, we can't let that happen. That's probably why that guy got the camera out and standing. I know he was getting ready for Brian to do the wrecking ball part, but we have uh, we can't do that indoors. Number one, um, and uh, and <laughs> not, we just, not unless we've checked the uh, the tension uh, requirements of the, uh, the the rafters in the exactly buildings. yeah, and uh, we just didn't yeah. have time to do that. We were we were dealing with no. new new gear and stuff like that, so. But, so uh, uh, there, there's a lot yeah, of reasons to d disagree with Ben Shapiro, like in general, right? Abortion, diversity, Judeo-Christian values, whether or not there is a uh, pressing authoritarian threat in U.S. politics from the right wing. But this may be his most ludicrous <laughs> view yet, uh, his opinion on Miley Cyrus's uh, songs. So uh, so there you go. That's what that's what I wanted to bring up on Small Things Considered tonight. Any uh, any final thoughts on Miley and Ben? Well, not not with Miley and Ben because, I mean, Ben is one hundred percent twat waddle, uh, but Miley uh, Miley is not one that is uh, free of controversy herself. I mean, yes, we all had the the whole tongue thing and the wrecking ball thing, and you know, coming. But she did have when you know we we we've spoken about that when when. She, what about all the twerking? Well, the twerking, yeah, I, you know, that was, uh, yeah, she's done, she's done some stuff that uh, I'm sure that she's looking back and going, what? Um, but there are things, uh, there are things in her purpose-driven life that uh, that are also riling up other uh, other the of the uh, Ben Shapiro's of the world. Um, is this the conspiracy theory you alluded to earlier? This is the conspiracy theory. This is the conspiracy. Uh, so theory. I don't know what you're. I don't know so where you're going with this. The Bring best it up, part buddy. of the the best part of the conspiracy theory is that it also involves involves her godmother, Dolly Parton. Hmm. So um, there is there. Uh, so wait, and, wait. For, before you get into any other stuff. How can you criticize someone for not driving a, driving, leading a purpose-filled, wonderful life uh, if, if Dolly Parton loves her? Exactly. What, what more do and, you need to know? And they, you know, you know besides, the, besides the charitable work and besides uh, her, you know, her completely going, you know, going to the nth degree to pay, pay her crew and pay her staff uh, properly uh, when it's, you know, she doesn't, she doesn't count anybody out um 
and the you know, the whole reason that she you know she lost money on the that super huge tour that she did um she actually lost several hundred thousand dollars on that on the end of the tour and because she wanted to pay everybody what they deserved uh you know, and it was a pretty gargantuan tour you know it was a pretty gargantuan stage show uh but that you know that's if that's not purpose driven i don't know what is she did it for the music and she did it for her fans knowing and everybody told her hey you can't do this you can't do it like this you're going to lose money the whole idea is for you to make money doing this and she goes if i'm going to do it i'm going to do it right and uh and that's why she stopped she won't do those tours anymore because she you know it's like i'll go broke if i continue to do those tours uh but Mm. she also felt disconnected from being 50 feet away from the closest audience member was not her idea of a uh of a good time so much so so you know you know that is part of her whole thing and that you know but when when you know when you've spent the amount of time with a person like Dolly Parton that she has, because I mean, she's had Dolly Parton in her life since she was born and, uh, they live, you know, they grew up close to each other and I'm sure that they've spent an inordinate amount of time together. And for someone as awesome and as good hearted as Dolly Parton, even just being in this, vicinity of her for 30 years is going to rub off on you i mean there's no there's no way that it wouldn't but you know she's actually she actually feels that she needs to continue dolly's work and uh and work you know work in that and then by the same token dolly also feels that she should uh support miley in in her things you know so uh and that's one of the reasons that's one of the ways that they you know she did the rock and roll album this year uh but she also has done several several things with miley uh the most amazing being uh the uh the new year's eve thing last year which was just amazing uh with dolly dolly singing wrecking wall and miley singing jolene your smile is like a breath of spring Your voice is soft like summer rain And I cannot compete with you, Jolene All in, in, the, same, in the same show. I, you, it doesn't get much better than that. So, Yeah, thanks to Ben Shapiro, I am more into Miley Cyrus and more of the Cyruses than I ever have been before. Oh, that's so, right. You again, just went to Noah thanks. Cyrus last night, didn't you? I, I did. I was I was ready to go home last night. I decided I didn't feel like playing disc golf, which is weird. I was going to go home and maybe edit some video and chillax a little bit. And then I got a text from my daughter that says, hey, my friend and I, we have an extra ticket to go see Noah Cyrus at the Jefferson here in Charlottesville tonight. You want to go? And I said, uh, Noah Cyrus, I don't know anything about his music. Uh, and she said, no, Noah Cyrus is a girl. Uh, it is Miley Cyrus's sister. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, so it worked out that I got this extra ticket. So I started Spotifying Noah Cyrus and listening to as many of her songs as I could before I got to the downtown mall. And uh, I found that they were great, mostly a kind of acoustic. And then there was some like sort of electronic a little bit, uh, some up-tempo stuff. All of it seemed emotional and genuine and from the heart. Uh, and most of it seemed not to be super overproduced like so much pop music is, right? It, it seemed a little bit more down-home than even what Miley puts out, right? Like she's not just... She's not the pop star Miley is. She's a different artist. She's her own person doing her own music. Uh, And uh, I thought, this sounds interesting. I definitely want to go see this. So that's what I did last night. I went to the Jefferson uh, along with an entirely sold-out crowd. Uh, I've never seen it more packed than that. Uh, And uh, and I watched every single second. Yeah, no, arguably could go to the Ting Pavilion. Yeah. <laughs> because it was, it was packed. Yeah. 
Uh, and every single song was uh, better than the one before it. Uh, her her band kicked ass. I mean, she had a solid, solid band, and she seems to know and love these guys. Uh, I don't know what the relationship is. I don't know where the money comes from for this tour. I don't know if her family... People say, oh, her dad is paying for her to have a good band. I don't know if that's true or if she's able to do it all of her, or herself at this point or what. I just know the, saw, the show I saw last night was incredible. And not just what was happening on stage, but I was also watching the audience, right? Because I was curious. I was probably the oldest person in the audience. Uh, so filled with... You know, 20-something girls and their boyfriends is kind of what it seemed like. Uh, <laughs> and uh, everybody was into it. And you know what? It was louder between songs than it was during the songs. The screaming in my ears from all the people <laughs> that in love with Noah Cyrus and this band was ear-splitting, uh, the way that they were screaming. It was insane. And to watch them sing along with every single word to every single song. I mean, I can think of some bands where I could go to the show and do that, right? Uh, but I've never even heard of this person. And there's whatever, however many thousands of people last night that know every word to every one of these songs. Noah Cyrus is up there crying during songs because uh, they're clearly from her heart and they affect her as she's performing them. And it's like the entire audience is crying right there along with her. It was an incredible experience to watch this many people having that shared experience. And I was particularly interested in my daughter watching this because she knew every word to every song. And I, I feel like if I were to start to listen to Noah Cyrus and pay attention to the things she's singing about, uh, this might be a window into who my daughter is and what she's feeling and thinking and going through emotionally in life. And so it was just a, it was an eye opening experience in multiple ways last night. Oh, that's awesome, man. That, uh, cause I, the, the only thing I've seen Noah Cyrus on was she was a coach or a, 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 um, a mentor, a mentor on, uh, on American Idol. And I don't watch that. Was, I didn't know that. Yeah, and uh, she was uh, she was incredibly empathetic, and she really, I mean, because usually the you know usually the mentor is like you know just like a little cheerleader going rah rah yeah, but she would give them very specific you know notes on on you know why don't you try this here you know you know sing you know do this with more inflection but you know do this a little straighter. And, uh, you know, back off, back off there because we don't, you don't, you're giving away, you've given away too much too soon. I mean, it was, it was, you know, like a masterclass and I'm like, wow. And then, uh, and then she is one of the very few of the mentors that actually stuck around for the performance show and was actually at the, you know, the performance show. Uh, because the mentoring all takes place, you know, the week before and stuff, and usually yeah. they'll 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 play. The mentor will play on the on the results show, but they're almost never ever at the performance show. But they showed her at the performance show, and she would be crying when the people would take her, you know, take her advice, and she's like, "Yes," you know, <laughs> and and then crying when the song would be really sad. She really felt for the whole thing. It's like, you know, this because I didn't know, you know, I was like, "Well, that's Noah Cyrus. Who cares?" Uh, but that was just amazing. <laughs> um, and so that, you know, that that kind of that and when you said you went to Noah Cyrus. Uh, last night, I was like, man, I wouldn't have mind have gone to that. Of course, I was I was out. Uh, I just I just got back from Maryland, and I couldn't have even gone if I'd wanted to. But uh, <clears throat> but that was you know that was you know, a very cool thing that that uh, Allison uh, took you to. Um, yeah. But now we have intrigue. We have questions. Oh, we have we haven't gotten to the conspiracy theory. Yet. Oh God, no. Okay. Good. All this has been leading up to, oh boy, a major, major conspiracy. Well, I don't, know. I don't, yeah, I don't know. But questions, allegations exist. So, 
Miley and Dolly Parton have been doing more and more stuff together. Uh, Dolly's been helping Miley on her stuff, on her on her records, and uh, Miley's been you know was helping Dolly on her rock and roll record. And they started. They did a song together called Rainbow Land. Have you heard of Rainbow Land? No. Okay, so it's a very. It's just a very cute ditty kind of song kind of a sing-along song perfect for like kids to sing or what have you and um and it is one of those things where where on the official video is a is a phone call from Dolly going, "Hey sugar, I just got uh I just got the ta- the CD in." I'm gonna put. I'm gonna play it on my radio. I'm gonna play it on my CD player, and I'm gonna sing along to it. And I'll sing that back to you as soon as I can, because you know me, I am really technologically advanced. Uh, and so that was the whole setup for the song, where Miley wrote the song, which is basically a, a a song, you know, about LGBTQ rights and and you know just accepting everybody for who they are and you know not you know why you know who cares you know you shouldn't you shouldn't make a difference that you say human humans are humans and uh so and then so dolly puts her part on it and they make and they make the record it's on the uh to be young cd i thought it came out a couple of years ago but no they it just came out with you know on the same on i used to be young and the same cd with used to be young and flowers so in in wisconsin they banned the song from being played it was it's basically a kid sing-along song and they banned it from being sung along with in the elementary schools in in uh, Wisconsin. And this teacher, um, Melissa Temple, she she kind of thought it publicly. It's like this is stupid. This is just there's nothing. And I've read the lyrics of the song. I've, I've listened to the song several times. There's nothing in that song that could not that would not be on Sesame Street or Reading Rainbow or Mr. Rogers Neighborhood, for God's sakes. There's nothing in it. I mean, there's it's just like, hey, accept the people for who they are and, you know, let's all get along. But it's called Rainbow Land and, you know, course you know rainbows um and so she came out against it she had the kids sing it anyway and then she got put on administrative leave and then she got fired so guess what she is now suing the state of wisconsin and her school district for breaching her first amendment rights which she should be doing that is not the conspiracy theory because, because oh, we're still leading up to it. Oh that's, my god, that's the meat. That's that's the outcome of. So this, and you got to get the timeline straight because this is 2023. Okay, so before you go further, okay, and so, if you need to just go through this, just tell me. But I'm looking at the lyrics now for this uh-huh. song, Rainbow Land, and as a person that believes things as I do. I'm baffled at why somebody would find this objectionable. It's not like she's talking openly about LGBTQ stuff. She's yeah. using colorful language, right? Um, rainbow she's about rainbows, though, and everybody <laughs> associates rainbows now with uh, LGBTQ stuff. So right. in that way, it's overt, but it's not really overt if you're just living in a rainbow land where you and I go hand in hand together. Let's do it together. Chase dreams forever. I know there's going to be a greener land. I mean, these are, these are not, let's go have gay sex, right? No, these are uh-uh. not lyrics like that at all. These are just fun, colorful. Like I said, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty lyrics. This land is your land. This land is my land, you know, from California to the New York islands. Yeah, this is, if there was one other line in the song that I thought those that object to it might 
latch on to mm-hmm. as a reason they object to it for kids make wrong things right like it's she says let's all dig deep down inside brush the judgment and fear aside make wrong things right but then you follow it up with and end the fight because right. i promise ain't nobody gonna win i mean the 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 entire sentiment in context is inarguably noble uh, but if you just take out that one line that says she she wants to make the wrong things right and well that seems bad right like that's I think they're probably latching onto that this is just me guessing I have no, no idea where you're going with this I can't believe it gets worse than this it's strictly about it's strictly about the the LGBTQ backdrop of it all mm-hmm. that's all it is and of course communism uh, because yeah. you know because it is. Um, now here's here's the thing. This is 2023. This came out. I, I don't know exactly when she wrote it, but let's safe to say it's somewhere between the time that she wrote uh, when we were young, when I was young, and uh, and flowers, which is about a four year span. So that takes us back to what 2018. In 2012, there was a little movie out with Will Ferrell. Zach Galifianakis, Jason Sudeikis, and Dylan McDermott called The Campaign. And Zach Galifianakis played a a Republican, a right-wing candidate for some really stupid, uh, it, it was like a town council or something. It was, okay, okay. Uh, uh, and then Will Ferrell played... Um, played the the progressive party member and during a debate Galifianakis pulls out a book that Will Ferrell had written in the second grade called Rainbow Land <laughs> and he starts reading doing a dramatic reading from Rainbow Land and it's not the lyrics in the Rainbow Sand song, but it is very close. May I read from page seven? Please come with me to Rainbow Land, where unicorns are made of fudge and cotton candy, and everything is free. It's a fictitious place. Rainbow Land is fiction. To the, you know, the thing, but I mean, an entire riot happens because he's calling the guy a communist and he you know uh he loves the lgbtq and you know he's like using it as a bludgeon against will ferrell uh when he you know he wrote a song about uh giving a (laughs) pot of gold to a leprechaun when he was eight years old uh and to me that is that is exactly what's happening now i mean there's this there's the conspiracy is like did they did they predict this or did Miley Cyrus see this and go that would be a great that would be a great song they were the basis for a great song uh did Dolly have anything to do with it did Ben Shapiro call her up who knows we're just mm-hmm. asking questions here folks just asking questions just asking That's questions it. we have we don't have any answers on this but something like to think you about. You do a good Tucker Carlson impression. That's good. I'm just asking questions. Just asking questions. I I, I don't look in the bow tie though. Maybe that's our title for this episode. Why? Just asking questions. Just asking questions. You twat waddle. Twat waddles. Just two <laughs> twat waddles asking questions. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I think that's the title. That is like the title. It. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. This has been Small Things Considered, a Ranch Hand Records production. Brought to you by Ranch Hand Records. And the uh, Fall Alt Fest on October 21st at Luna Azul Farms in Troy, Virginia. Uh, Look in the show notes to get directions and information. It's hosted by me, Gary. And by me, JR. It's written and produced by Gary and JR. We do our own researching and fact-checking, usually a little bit before the show and then during the show. Yeah, and uh, today, actually, I think we had quite a bit of, uh, of research and fact-checking. That was pretty good. i got to pat ourselves yeah. on the back. And then... Uh, Go us. 
And then all the stuff where the internet crashed and everything, that'll be edited out by JR. Every time we coughed, I will edit that out. That's uh-huh. the promise I'm making to you now. Uh, if I miss any, though, Gary will find it when he does his quality assurance listening. The theme song, Picture This, is by To Be Fair. And you can find them at tobefair.com or T-O-B-E-F-A-R-E.com. To be fair, yes, I will put a link in the podcast notes. So it's, all you got to do is click. Yeah, but please sign up for the Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash small things considered podcast. You can also email us at small things considered podcast at gmail.com if you have any thoughts about the show or thoughts about stuff we should talk about on a future show. Or just thoughts at all, anything, please. Just say hi, maybe. Yeah, that'd be nice. Just let us just let us know you didn't listen to this episode. Or let us know, you know, hey, I love you guys. Hey, you suck. Either way, it doesn't matter. We just like to hear from you. Right. Let us know why you hated this episode. That would be cool. Please subscribe on your favorite platform, then share, like, and rate this episode if possible. And don't forget, next week, uh, alternating Tuesdays, the other podcast I do called Three Things with JR uh, will be released. So these uh, these two shows alternate. You're either getting Small Things Considered on a Tuesday or Three Things with JR. Check them both out. They're great. But almost on a weekly uh, basis now is uh, the YouTube channel. What is it about you? I love you for remembering to promote my YouTube channel that I forget to promote every single time. Well, that's kind of my uh, job as the producer to remind you to promote your own Uh, channel. And my YouTube channel wouldn't be half of what it is without Gary's help. Uh, we working are working together on this to create some really fun content uh, where I go around uh, to public places and I find interesting people and ambush them with thoughtful questions about what makes them interesting. So to check that out. Go to YouTube.com slash at what is it about you? Yes, they, they're quite riveting. It's very short, way a little shorter than listening to us ramble on uh, something that you can check out in just a few minutes and uh, upcoming episodes include a family uh in iowa all dressed up in nebraska gear but they're iowans which is confusing it's like a bunch of virginians wearing west virginia gear it's it's weird i had to know more yes Uh, and so i went and found out more uh so there you go there you are that sounds that sounds pretty darn interesting but for JR, oh, you I'm... want more? Another episode. <laughs> another episode coming up is a guy who goes around Central Park wearing a snake around his neck to put on people and charge them money for it. I had to know well, how does one get started doing that, and he told me, and that's coming up in a "What Is It About You" video. Wow, I like it. My still my favorite one so far is Cousin Pat. That one was uh, you... that one was awesome. So if you haven't watched Cousin Pat yet, you definitely go watch Cousin Pat. For sure, yeah. I think you're also going to like the one where I talked to a guy who was rolling a joint in Times Square. That was cool. That was cool. Oh, yeah. And you can find that on WIIAY.com. Also in the show notes. For JR, I'm Gary. And for Gary Hawthorne, I'm JR. Just remember, don't sweat the small stuff. Just let us consider it. And then go listen to some Miley. Come on.